Hello and welcome to ABB Decoded, the podcast that tries to press pause on our fast-moving lives and make sense of the technology and trends that are shaping our world. I'm your host, Anthony Rowlinson, and we're joined for this episode by Mike Umiko, who is Managing Director of the Energy Efficiency Movement. Founded by ABB in 2021, the Energy Efficiency Movement has the goal of bringing together stakeholders to innovate and act for a more energy efficient, regenerative and adaptive world. Now, those might sound like lofty goals, but in simple terms, it's about harnessing technology to use energy more efficiently, reduce bills and cut emissions. And to explain what that means in practice, we'll hand over to Mike to fill in some detail. Mike, welcome to ABB Decoded. Uh, You've recently been appointed to the role of Managing Director for the Energy Efficiency Movement. So could you tell us a bit more about what that is uh, and how it came about? Thank you very much, Anthony. So the Energy Efficiency Movement is a forum that brings together like-minded stakeholders um, to focus on energy efficiency. We aim to become a voice of industry. What's the relationship between ABB and the Energy Efficiency Movement? For ABB has been a thought leader in the space of energy efficiency and um, and it's great to have a large corporate company that supports the journey of the movement as such. So it, it has to start somewhere, the movement, and ABB was one of the founder. And we are now really excited also looking into the third phase, how we call it, um, that the uh, energy efficiency movement becomes an own association. So the first phase was about driving the awareness. The second was about onboarding companies, which we may speak later about it. And the third one is now driving it to its own independency. Excellent. And since 2021, the movement's gained more than 400 member companies or or movers, as as we call them. And what are your key aims for these movers? I I think what really makes me proud of is um, that the movement as such also invites competitors, um, competitors who can cross the aisle. So it's ABB's competitors, but it's obviously also other um, competitors. The, um, the mission of it is um, to save energy, reduce cost, and obviously also reduce CO2. And um, we do this through a representation of the private sector, um, representing businesses. Um, and we want to become the knowledge platform to address the how of um, energy efficiency. And with this global knowledge sharing platform, we um, want to really support the voice of an industry when it comes to energy efficiency, because that's one of the biggest levers um, to meet the climate targets by 2050. Okay, and I think you've touched on this already with, with your last answer, but just in case, what exactly does it mean to be a mover in the energy efficiency movement? And, and what are the companies signing on to do? It's actually very simple in that sense to um, join. So so you basically give your own pledge um, on terms of energy saving or CO2 saving within your own facilities or within your ecosystem through your products. And, um, and, and then it's about... Um, bringing this message even further um, that um, the importance around energy efficiency. And it's great today we have large corporate companies like Microsoft, DHL, T-Mobile, Alpha Laval, um, who, who really kind of also walk the talk and, and give their commitment um, to support the journey. But beside even the big companies, we have a lot of small um, medium uh, enterprises which make an equal important um, um, contribution to the whole movement. At the end, it's about being recognized as a thought leader 
around this topic around energy efficiency, get access to a forum uh, of like-minded stakeholders and proudly share solutions that are today already available on how you can save energy. And you've mentioned some great names there. Um, could you give some examples of what these companies are doing with regard to the energy efficiency movement, some practical examples maybe? Yeah, so if I take, for example, uh, Alfa Laval, who is a market leader also in the space of heat exchangers. So um, they have helped and worked with us on our latest research, the case for industrial energy, where they um, and provided with their domain expertise and contributed with their knowledge and their team on this very important topic. Or Microsoft, for example, um, around the data center and moving data to cloud. What is the impact and also the gains that you can get out of it? But we also have then um, supporters where we get um, expertise, for, for, for example, from the IEA, the international energy agencies, um, where we have um, tried to have a very close collaboration as well, just also to make sure that we are in the same direction and, and at the end supporting um, on one hand our mission, but obviously also supporting um, their missions um, to strive for a more energy efficient world. Now you mentioned the IEA, they've recently picked up on this idea of uh, energy efficiency being the first fuel. Could you explain what that idea means and how that plays out in practical terms with, with companies that might be part of the energy efficiency movement? Yeah, so, so in very short, it's really kind of that you look energy efficiency as a source, um, a source of energy, and that you basically from the demand side, you then start optimizing on how you're going to use your, your energy. Um, it's also part of the European um, regulations and, um, and it's, it's a great vehicle. It's, a, it's, it's beside just a, the wordplay, it, it, it really kind of make you thought, think about it. What, what does it now really mean and how can you optimize the energy that you're using? Um, it's very strong in, in Europe across um, across the countries in that sense, and um, but it's also a very nice term that you can use in other countries, in other regions. Now, the whole point of uh, the energy efficiency movement is to be efficient about energy, clearly. And how does that contribute to the net zero targets of the Paris Agreement? Basically, what, what it's saying is that we need to double the energy efficiency over the next seven years, so by 2030. And, um, and keeping this in mind, especially the industrial space uh, has a CO2 emission of more than one third. So, so it's, it's a very important element um, to make the impact if we look at it from a bigger scale, besides obviously renewables and so on. And last year, the energy efficiency movement published the Industrial Energy Efficiency Playbook, which contains 10 key actions for companies to put into practice quickly. Um, are you able to outline those, those 10 key actions or maybe some of them? I, th I think the easiest is really to summarize it in three pillars. So the first pillar is about building the foundation. The second pillar is about drive efficiency returns. And the third one is about um, drive efficiency insights. So in other words, the foundation speaks about auditing and right asset um, sizing. The second is about where you can obviously then use um, equipment like high efficient motor or um, you make the maintenance on the, the heat exchanger. And the third one is about building management and, um, and it's talking about also moving data to cloud. So that's really in a nutshell um, what, what it's covered and, in the, in the, and it entails. So these sound like quite grand things to do in some ways, but if you're if you're the, I don't know, MD of a, of a medium sized company and think and maybe hears this podcast and thinks, well, what can I do? What what would that person do to try and move themselves towards a more energy efficient uh, 
model for their for their business. Yeah, absolutely. I I would really start with building the foundation. So that's in our um, in our playbook. It's basically action one and two. So it's about um, making an assessment, and an assessment can be done in very easy ways. You can walk through your facilities and whatever you see. You can also go to the next level where you start also consulting um, um, technical data or maybe your your energy bills and so on. So it's really about just making the assessment. And then the second is about also right-sizing of your assets by and through connecting it also or making it ready to connect it to the IoT environment. And with that, you already can just optimize without even doing something on top. You can optimize it within this space. So I would really start with building the foundation. Great. And in October, the movement released another report called The Case for Industrial Energy Efficiency, Economic and Climate Impacts. But that raises the question, why do we need to make the case for energy efficiency? Isn't it just obvious that we should be more energy efficient? You may think so. Yes, absolutely. And um, and it, it's also great that for COP, uh, energy made it together with industry on the on on the agenda. But quite often things are not so trivial. And um, what we have also seen by the discussion with many companies is really kind of the economical and climate impact. So what what are now the numbers? What is the business case behind it? That that was really a bit the part which was missing because at the end, energy efficiency is a win-win for for both, for for the company, for the environment, but also for um, how you want to be seen as a a company because at the end, you save energy and you reduce CO2. And and, and that's kind of the the research is really what, what brings it down to paper and says, look, these are the areas where you can save today through your investment, energy, cost, and reduce your CO2. Just going back to the report or focusing on it for a moment, what actually went into it and what were the key findings? So what, what we did is we um, collaborated and connected uh, with the Development of Economics, which is an independent assessment provider based in the UK, just also to make sure that the data that we are using um, um, are, are in that sense correct. Beside this, we consult and uh, also other experts like the IEA or from the mover space, as mentioned already earlier. And um, and at the end, the kind of the output is really a an executive report that can be just apply today and that's for everyone easy understandable and with the numbers um, they speak for themselves and if you were to think of the the top 10 actions for reducing carbon emissions what what might they be so basically it's not even about all the top 10 Uh, if, if i just would like to highlight three so so the biggest contributor with more than 30% is the IoT, so the Internet of Things and making your assets um, ready for connection. The second is about smart buildings, which is, contributes to almost 20% of its own contribution. And the third one is about the industrial heat pumps, which is around 18%. So actually already these three, they sum up to almost um, 70%. And uh, I think that's kind of the, the big number we are speaking here. And the rest, motors, drives, and so on, they will obviously follow and make an equal important um, contribution to it. How does making a device or a product ready for the IoT, how does that help with energy efficiency? At, at, the, end, at the end, it allows you to have the data and the, the performance of the equipment um, 
on time available and then you can start assessing it and i do usually compare it always in the in um, with the following in the past when it come when the topic was around iot we were more talking about data gathering for digital twins and so on but i think now you can leverage this data and really start to understand how is this equipment in the greater picture of a process or of an application how is it contributing and working and where can you start improving and adjusting um, just to use less energy at the end of the day or you may see it's oversized so so the, the data insights give you much better control and insight into the product itself and the usage uh, absolutely yes exactly exactly okay great and uh, moving on to the electrification of industrial fleets, that's relatively small in terms of impacts. Why, why is that? I mean, on one hand, what we see in our private life is that the commercial vehicles, um, they are already pretty strongly electrified. On a global scale, it's still a very small one digit percentage number. On the other hand, also when we look into the data that is already today available, quite many, even from the IEA, they, they look more towards the impact will occur 2030 and beyond. And our, our research work had a strong focus towards 2030 because that's kind of the, um, the most important milestone to go back on track um, to reach net zero by 2050. And, um, and we see it in the light to heavy vehicle. There are um, already industries that are more advanced, like the mining, uh, for example, where this becomes more and more a, a topic. Uh, but it's not yet there that the um, it, a return is on the big scale. Great. And that perhaps takes us to the future. And what might be next for the energy efficiency movement and what are your plans specifically for 2024? Yeah, for us, it's really kind of the first one is that we have a smooth transition into becoming an association that gives us really kind of this, um, the opportunity to invite even more competitors to cross the aisle. Um, secondly, is about continuing to onboard also new companies, movers um, to really become a voice of industry. And thirdly, for me, it's really important that we can leverage the, um, the knowledge from all these companies even even stronger so, so that we can get the stories shared, what have they done for their customers or within their facilities. And um, beside this, obviously, we're also already planning to work on the next research topics. And uh, COP28 is coming up later this year. What will be the, the goals there perhaps for energy efficiency or the gains that we might see for energy efficiency at COP28? I think it's a great opportunity. On one hand, we expect that the narrative will be more negative, but it's great that energy made it to the agenda and even energy efficiency made it to the agenda on December 5th. And um, the report that we also just launched is, is really speaking for its own. So the numbers speak for, the, for its own. It's doubling down on the reason why energy efficiency is so important and it is today already available. It doesn't require a lot of political uh, agreements. Um, every company can do it just right today. The technology is available and, um, and our report is really helping industry leaders um, to also set and define the priorities. And um, as I said, the numbers, they are, they are huge. So the report talks about potential of more than four gigaton CO2 saving, which is equivalent to around three-fifths of um, combustion engine cars. And I think that's that's just a massive number. And I really hope that um, um, that 
at COP or towards COP, um, companies pick up on the report and just go from talking into actioning? It's been said before, energy efficiency seems to be almost a no-brainer. Ab absolutely. I mean, it, it, it's ready there. It's um, technology is there. Uh, just, just as an example, if you want to, for example, also um, improve your efficiency on, on a motor, if you go from a lower to a higher efficient motor, you can easily save up to 40% uh, of, of energy. And, and I mean, that's, that's just the technology that is today around. Thank you, Matt. That's a, that's a great summary. But uh, again, if there's a listener out there who thinks, how can I get more information about the new research and perhaps even become a, a mover, uh, where should they look? It's actually very easy. Just type in on the um, web energyefficiencymovement.com or actually follow us on um, LinkedIn. And there you will find all the information. We really try to be transparent. So what we know also our readers and the interest the company should be able to have access to it. Great. It couldn't be easier. That's surely all the encouragement you need. So thank you, Mikey Mika. Thank you very much for your time and for being a guest on ABB Decoded. Thank you, Anthony. And on that note, we'll conclude this episode of ABB Decoded. But if you're keen to find out more about the energy efficiency movement and perhaps become a movie yourself, just type energy efficiency movement into your web browser and you'll find lots of information. You can learn much more about ABB at new.abb.com. And if you've enjoyed the conversation, don't forget to like, share and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time. <laughs>